This is Manya from Friendshipable, a Project BFF podcast. Along with my co-host Terry, we love talking about friendships, talking with others who think about friendships, and learning about these important relationships in our lives. If you like this content, please support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash projectbff, or subscribe to the podcast via your favorite podcast app. If you have a podcast, consider hosting it on Buzzsprout. We love it. They make it so easy. And we have a link in our show notes for you. Thanks. I hope you enjoy this episode. All righty. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Friendshipable. I am Manya. And I'm Terry. And together we are your hosts and we are Project BFF. BFF. <laughs> and we are so excited to bring you this topic today, which we are calling Operation Make New Friends after an article that we read. And Terry, what is what are we talking about? Well, it's, you know, it's taking the top of new beginnings and starting something new and typically doing it at the beginning of the year. But it's always a good time to kind of like take a look around, maybe get a refresh. And if it's time to explore a little bit more and increase your world and the friendships in them, then it takes some kind of um, purposeful, proactive efforts to do that. And yes. um, yeah, and I kind it was really you know, just the approach of it. So we probably have moments where we don't realize that how, what we're feeling is really the need to expand our friendships and make new friends and have new experiences. Um, so to put it in words and uh, for us to talk about it, it's like, yeah, maybe, you know, maybe that's what I've been, some people might think that maybe that's what I've been missing lately. Yeah. And, you know, this article came out at the end of last year and mm -hmm. talking about, you know, thinking of the new year as a time to make new yeah. friends. And, yeah. And certainly I think the, we're already in February by the time mm -hmm. this is going to be, going to be um, published, but early in the year, I think we are often thinking about change and mm -hmm. new things, whether or not we are the kind of people who make resolutions right i think it's just a natural time that we think about um who we are what's working for us what isn't working for us and i liked this this article and it talked about some statistics that we have we've either shared these exact statistics or some that are similar right. which is that um you know sort of how much time we spend with friends so a decade ago the average American spent about six and a half hours a week with their friends. Mm -hmm. But by 2019, so before the pandemic, which certainly did change things, um, people were spending just four hours a week with friends. So there was already a dip in the amount of time we were devoting to our friend relationships, even before the pandemic. And um, thanks to the pandemic in 2021, it went all the way down to two hours to two, two hours and 45 minutes, right. um, which, you know, the pandemic had a unique effect, but um, it's just, we didn't spend as much time with friends and we spent more time alone. Right. And, and the crazy to me. Yeah, it is. And because we don't realize that, um, 
But the other factors that play into that is we tend we are now spending more time um, on our devices, which yes. that's where we're spending the time scrolling through it, checking it. I'm guilty of it too. It's like, oh, have I missed anything on YouTube that's popped up in the last hour from the, the last time I checked yes. it? Yes. Um, or any of the other apps that we've all so um so yeah so that is another factor and I guess you know for a while now we probably can still follow trails back to habits formed during the pandemic but I think that where you know the devices are concerned I think that's that was already there this is only the fact that we did have a break in the middle or we didn't have opportunities to spend as much time in person that only let that grow and become the replacement for right. for the relationships or for meeting in person. Right. And not that we can't spend time with our friends on our devices. Sometimes right. we are right. We are texting with our friends. We are FaceTiming with our friends, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it's the concern is the the other things that are our attention that are taking our attention besides right. those relationships and you know, it was interesting in the article, um, the author talks about it's finding a balance. Mm -hmm. And if we look at the pandemic, and I know that's not everybody's favorite topic, but it did have such an impact it's got lingering effect, on yes. our relationships. And, mm -hmm. and we are technically still in the pandemic and still kind of dealing with some mm -hmm. of those impacts. But a lot of us were really isolated um, during the pandemic. I mean, even if we were with our families, we may have been very isolated from our friends. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, some people have stayed isolated and maybe they haven't kind of exercised those social muscles, as the author says, um, or just decided, I don't even want to exercise those muscles mm -hmm. anymore. Um, so we're in an interesting time when I think people are are wanting to be working on these relationships, but maybe not even knowing how, just because we had this weird period, right? you know, affected us. Right. You know, it's, it's what struck me in seeing the difference in the hours that the, the author found of, so that we spend time. Um, so by in 2019, pre-pandemic Americas, we were spending four hours a week with friends and that has plummeted. And you probably mm -hmm. were just referencing that. But I found myself thinking about, you know, prior to the pandemic, we were all, you know, four hours a week still doesn't sound like a whole lot. But my first thought was, well, I was commuting. I was in the office. I was doing this. I was doing that. And so, but by even by those standards, were we not spending I think that's the case. We just had, we just, I think, obviously, individual stories are different, but I think as a whole, what I take away from some of this research is we just weren't really prioritizing friendship. And one of the things, you know, in the article, she says that it's not that those hours, as we're decreasing number of hours spent with friends, it's not that those hours were spent, say, with family or spouses or kids. It was actually not even going to that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I think 
I don't know, well, like the whole friendship ship has kind of gotten off balance and yeah. we just haven't quite settled yet. Um, you know, one thing I just was um, just amazed by in the article that I want to read it as she wrote, as she wrote it, because I, I want to get it correct. She said, you know, after the pandemic, too many people are on an emotional hair trigger. There was isolation, which brought increases in domestic violence, road rage, Mm -hmm. murders, assaults on flight attendants, drug overdoses, and general public freakouts. And the conclusion she comes to, and I think many of us come to, humans aren't meant to be alone. That isolation was damaging. So isolated and segmented from each other as she describes it, our societies begin to crumble. And I think we saw that real world experience, you know, experiment. And so now, so that's, that's sort of the state of what got us here. Right Now it's February, 2023 as we're recording this. Mm-hmm. What is operation make new friends? How do we do that? Mm-hmm. Well, I have, this prompted some thoughts of me um, personally that I, I can answer. I know that they, they've got, the author has some suggestions, but this is what it, it triggered in my head is that I have some family members and also some longtime friends who I haven't seen in a very, very long time that do the, you know, Christmas card thing and get a, te- not, don't even get a text every once in a while. And I know I, and I want to, I know I should be keeping the, the lines of communications open with these people. And so we still exchange Christmas cards and all of that. And that's the annual reminder. But part of me, I found recently saying, but I don't know what to say to her in a, mm-hmm. you know, in correcting that. And the other voice that swooped in was, well, of course you don't because you haven't done anything together in a while. In order to have something to talk about, you've got to start that dialogue. You've got to take that step to do that. So yeah. I know that wasn't kind of like at the core of what this was talking about, but it it connected with me because the, there are opportunities there that I've either been going, I'll get to that, I'll get to that. Sometimes some some of the years the following Christmas, I'll actually find the Christmas card that was there placed on my desk to remind me to get in touch with these people. (laughs) Yes. And, but it was really more of that, that whole logic of, well, you won't have anything in common until you start the dialogue. So I am committing to doing that, but that's so, but that's, and that I think is one of the ways to to keep those connections going. And and one of the things that's mentioned here in, to, in terms of reconnecting with old friends. Yes, yes. And another way of reconnecting, I in another article I was reading about it said, you know, rediscovering the telephone. As yes. maybe you can't spend as much time in person, or maybe we're some of us are still in. COVID isolation mm-hmm. mode and mm-hmm. not as social. Well, the telephone or even Zoom, these are tools to help you reconnect with someone. And it takes it takes wanting to do it, right? Yeah. And, and yeah. I think one of the things talking about this article and talking about 
you know, how much has kind of gotten out of balance and people are on emotional hair triggers, I think is also giving ourselves grace Mm -hmm. for maybe not feeling all that much like doing the work at the moment that could absolutely be happening for some folks. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe operation make new friends takes a little bit longer because you're not quite in that space just yet. Well, and also being, you know, positive and proactive about doing it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen right away either. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. But there's it's, no, it, there's it's no the switch to flip. <laughs> no. Or just to kind of like, I'm open for friendships here. <laughs> come one, yes. come all, you know, yes. who's, who's first in line. Um, so yeah, so that is, you know, at the end of the day, you know, having the friendship does take the one or two more people, but um, but it, it's just the 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 desire to do it and the um, and the commitment to doing it too. Right, right, and you know, a lot of us have acquaintances, right? People that we sort of see maybe on a regular basis, maybe at work, maybe. Um, which could be online, I suppose, or people that you um, play on a sports team with. That seems to be an example I use a lot, or you're in a knitting group with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Operation New Friends could be, doesn't have to be starting from scratch. You've never met this person before, but it no. could be. There's all, I'm already in a group of people and maybe want try seeing if there's somebody you can build a relationship right. with. That, right, right. That is a deeper friendship than you already have, mm-hmm. um, rather than necessarily standing on the street corner with a sign that says, <laughs> "Right, I will be your friend." Um, right. Although that could absolutely work. <laughs> well, it it be very interesting. Um, definitely. Um, yeah. Well, actually, I, a little bit of an aside. There is actually a, a, a phenomenon called the friendship bench, which yeah. um, started in Zimbabwe. And we'll put a link to yes. it in the show notes. Yes, I saw that. But it, it's actually, they trained grandmothers in how to um, have conversations with people. And basically, someone would sit down and if you were having a problem, you could just sit down and have someone who would listen and and become a friend in at least in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure the goal was ever to build lifelong friendships, but um, I love the idea of making a space where people are saying, I am open to having some sort of relationship with right. you, right? It's a reason, a season, probably not a right. life, but I am here and I am open for this next little bit of time. Let's, let's talk and let's see what's what. I saw that article and the photo that accompanies it is um, the woman sitting on the bench and it says friendship bench. And I have to say, I I could feel myself going, that is a wonderful thing. And if I was walking down, I pictured it in a park someplace. I don't know how exactly it was situated. But if I was walking past, that would make me really feel good to be able to go just sit down and say hi, 
talk yes. about the weather, talk about it. It just, even just the photograph, just kind of, yes. you know, share that kind of um, it, interaction with somebody. Yes. really cool. And I know that other people have done versions of this that, that might not be exactly the same, but I was just reading about the original one. But I am 100% a person who would stop and sit on a bench like that. And mm-hmm. sort of, even I am as introverted as they come and I enjoy mm-hmm. my time alone and I'm not super fond of, right. you know, cocktail chatter, but I am 100% a person who would sit and have those kind of conversation with somebody because it's a different level of connection. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and I will tell you, I never before was a person who would do this, but I saw somebody who had a sign. This was a while ago and it said free hugs. Yeah. And I thought to myself, I kind of need a hug. Did, did you do it? I did it. And unfortunately, I'm not sure that the individual who was offering the free hugs was offering them out of some sort of altruistic sense to connect with another human being, because I would say that it was the least satisfying hug I've ever gotten. He barely touched me. um, So I actually ended up feeling a little bit worse for even trying, but the concept was so interesting to me because in that moment, I saw the sign and I thought, yeah. I, I do need a connection with another person right yeah. now. And you know, it didn't work out in this case, unfortunately. But right. I I can see how, I don't know, like that's sort of similar to the friendship bench idea to me. Right, right. And, you know, it just makes me wonder how many, it, it takes something for the person who initiated that, like we'll keep using the, the friendship bench, having something physical like that. But I wonder how many opportunities we have, you know, on a given day or week or just in our comings and goings to kind of have that little bit of dialogue. Um, Mm -hmm. I was remembering traveling a couple of months ago during the holidays and um, we all got to the, had to get to the airport ridiculously early. And then we had to wait online ridiculously long. And I, I, keep saying I talk about the woman that I spoke I was having conversations with for the for the next hour um but and I when I described the story to somebody I said well I befriended this woman who was going to Atlanta and it really and when I stepped back and thought about some of what we've been reading it's like in a way I did we we didn't exchange information. She doesn't know my name. I don't know hers, but we all had this common experience of being in this situation. And um, so in a way that's kind of like, maybe, maybe the thing is it doesn't have to be a physical bench. It does. It has to be a friendship opportunity to be able to just have that dialogue and enjoy those little, you know, segments that we have in the course of a day but my whole point in thinking of it was you know it's because we were going to be standing there looking at each other for the next x amount of time (laughs) that we probably did it but you know there probably are and all of us could probably think of those examples when we do are either you know in a store or something like that or some situation a public situation where just making eye contact and having a pleasant thing to say to somebody else can start that conversation and start that 
friendly bench kind of um, opportunity. Yes. And it gets back to what you were saying earlier, which is being open to right. a relationship or a friendship. And every relationship we have starts with starts with not knowing somebody and right. then something happens and you and you now know them whether it is sitting down on a bench next to them being stuck in a line with them or you know they're the best friend of your best friend and you mm-hmm. suddenly realize you have a lot more in common than you thought mm-hmm. so it's it's being open and i think that is often the hardest part about yeah. making new friends is making yourself vulnerable and being open that's that is the definition of relationship i think yeah is get to experience things um yeah and i found myself thinking and this sounds really kind of wishful but as as people listen to this you might be listening to this on your commute or during a walk and you know, maybe this can inspire not just you and I, Manya, but just, you know, people who are listening, our listeners who to just go, oh, yeah, I, I just did that opportunity, or I find myself right now in that in that kind of situation. Yeah. And, you know, as, as you know, Terry, and I know, sometimes you see someone, you say something, you try to make that connection and it doesn't work. And yeah. I oh, yeah. have that feeling because, oh, or it's not the appropriate time or person. Yeah, not the appropriate yeah. Time. Yeah. And it just feels uh, gross. Yeah. Um, like I tried to make a connection and what's wrong with me, but there's nothing wrong. Right. We've all had, we've all been on the other side of it. We've all right. had time where we're just thinking about work or the kids or something that's, you know, going wrong at home or, mm-hmm our vacation that's coming up. We're just in our own head and just don't have the ability really to, to respond to somebody. And it doesn't mean anything about them. It just means that you're kind of in that space. Right. Um, Right. But, and we are not saying that you have to walk around your day being open to everybody. Just the idea that if you're someone who's thinking you want to be making new friends and you're wishing to expand those relationships mm-hmm. in your life, then at least in some way you have to start by being open. Right. Right. And I think we just have a moment or two left. And I think that's a good wrap up. And that's a good thing to to think about to to um end the conversation on because it really is about um being open to it and not having either the physical or the mental barriers of nope no but i'm not not decided i'm not talking to anybody today right (laughs) right and you might only have to be open and vulnerable just that one time yeah yeah (laughs) you never know nope well operation make new friends i think that is a fabulous um it's a fabulous title for the mm-hmm. article. It's a fabulous topic for the podcast. And you know what? I think we would love to know what are some ways that you are looking to make new friends? What are the things that you're doing to try to make new friends? If you are in a position where that's what you want to be doing. Absolutely. Thanks everybody for listening. We're excited you're here and we will see you on the next episode. Thanks. Bye.